All right, today we're going to give you some free agents that you should be targeting in your Dynasty Leagues. But first, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like the video. We've got all kinds of Dynasty content coming out every single week this offseason. Bunch of rookie content, all kinds of things. So make sure you subscribe. Let's get into it. So I was looking through this year's free agency class. And I don't know if you guys have looked at like the, like the full list of free agents, but... It's kind of mid. It's like, the whole <laughs> Derek mid. Carr right at the top. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I, are you talking Nathan about? This is this not mid. Class. Derek Carr. Yeah, no. It's a pretty mid uh, <laughs> class. The top two guys I would give a first for immediately. Just I don't know what you guys are talking G. about when you, when you said Derek Carr was a yellow QB. Like, that just made yeah. no sense to me whatsoever in terms of sleeper. Like, it's well, just. Here's the thing. Uh, we had to go and we <laughs> wanted to give you some free agency or some free agents that you can target in your dynasty leagues. Um, and it was really hard to pick some out. Well, we're going to give you uh, six guys today that you should be targeting before they hit the free agency market because we'd reckon to bet that they're going to go up in value. So uh, here we go. The first one is going to be Nathan's baby doll, Derek Carr. I have no feelings so, for Derek Carr anymore. <laughs> Just tell me. But <laughs> we to, broke up this But year. do tell me why he's a good free agent to target in Dynasty. Uh, he's a good free agent to target because he's going to end up in a Pretty solid situation, I think, regardless of where he ends up, assuming he goes to really almost any team in the NFL, NFC South, except for the Falcons. Please don't go to the Falcons. Why not? Um, because that's less ideal than the Bucks or the Saints or the Panthers. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I just would I don't very know much prefer Pitts, though. Regardless, Derek Carr is going to end up being the starting QB on some team, and his value is going to go up. So just go get him now before he signs with someone. And and here's why we're telling you to target these guys. It's the Zach Wilson rule, as we like to call it now. Um, because not only are these guys good values now, but we suspect that they're going to go up in value after they hit their new teams. The whole it's a it's another play the market video. These are guys you should buy now to sell later, or I guess you could keep some of them. But these guys are definite like value wins if you decide to flip them. So that's the main reason we're telling you to go get Derek Carr. Derek Carr, any really any free agent when they sign with a new team, their dynasty value goes up. Like yeah, very rarely does somebody sign with a new team and, and then people start shorting. Yeah, I mean it value. happened just this year with with Baker Mayfield. Everyone was out on Baker Mayfield, and then he went to the Panthers, and then secretly everyone was back in on him, and they were like hoping that he would turn into something. It doesn't matter how bad you are. Same thing's going to happen with Zach Wilson. Same thing's going to happen with Derek Carr. But Derek Carr can actually be a, a, he can NFL actually be a starting, starting QB, QB. Ba ba you know, baby doll Derek. That's that's what he does. Yeah, and honestly, I just selfishly, I just want to see Derek Carr go to the Panthers so bad because I want to see DJ Moore spike in value so that you can sell him. For so much, because he's he's mid as a as a fantasy asset. He's that would be mid. the most mid situation. You know what they say? This is his year. DJ, DJ Moore's Moore, year. Oh, I, wait, every year. Wait till he gets I, a quarterback. I know. <laughs> just wait. You'll see. Just wait. All right. Derek Carr's our first guy. Jimmy G is our second one. Jimmy G. What? Yeah. Jimmy G. I'd pay a twenty-three first. Yeah. That, for Jimmy that's G. That's a classic. I. I <laughs> Episode two, was, Nathan episode said, two of oh Dynasty Domain, gosh. and Nathan said he would give a 23 first for Jimmy G. It was the worst. It like destroyed our credibility. We've been building it back up ever since. But We're Jimmy finally G, inside the top 1,000. I know. Jimmy G, though. I mean, Jimmy G's a guy that I think he's probably going. I think a landing spot to look out for with Jimmy G is the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, uh, oh. they, their new GM came from the 49ers, so they could potentially be looking to grab whatever QB San Francisco decides they don't need. I think Jimmy G will be, he's what, 31, 32 now? I think he'll be looking to be leading a team at this point in his career, and I think the Titans are a reasonable jump. 
I don't think he's going to be too awfully expensive, but he's definitely capable of being a field manager and leading a team to a decent record. Um, what else do we like about Jimmy G in terms of his dynasty value? I think he's going like, yeah, what is he? Where is he at on our ADP? I'm very curious because he's going uh, really low. Yeah, mid 13th round. Yep. I think Jimmy G is perfect for the Jets. That's another good in their one. offensive yeah. system. Yeah. I, I think he's going to probably going to go to the AFC. Yeah, Anybody but Zach Wilson. He's honestly going to be one of the obviously cheaper QBs that a team is going to have to pay, and, and with such a young roster that the Jets have right now, and all the talent, especially at the wide receiver and running back position with Garrett Wilson, and yes, even Elijah Moore, and then Brees Hall. Like you don't need an elite QB like Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets to put you over the top. You almost made the playoffs with Mike White and Zach Wilson, and I don't even know the other guy's name. And, like, all you need is Jimmy G. You need a guy who's not going to make stupid decisions and throw it to the defense for free. Yeah, so, and he um, does that. Yeah, and, and he costs half of what Derek Carr does. I don't see any scenario where Derek Carr goes to the Jets it's either going to be Rodgers or Jimmy G. So Yeah, I mean, I bet there's managers in some of your leagues that you can throw them a, a third-round pick and go get Jimmy G. And, yep. you know, if you're getting your third starting QB, even, you know, maybe you want a third starting QB to start on your bye weeks or in case one of your guys gets hurt because it happens, you're getting him for a third. And Jimmy G last year gave you 15.3 points per game. Yeah. And, you know, if let's say he was going to the Jets. That's not a severe downgrade. I mean, it's probably one of the best situations you can you can just come into as a free agency as a quarterback right now because they have they have good they have good weapons yeah so i totally agree all right moving on to our third uh free agency target this offseason it's going to be devin singletary and a lot of what the appeal with devin singletary is if you'll pull up his adp is where he's going i mean people are almost completely writing him off because uh i think he's because he's scheduled to hit free agency i think people are really discounting the chances that he has to return to buffalo um, I don't think Devin Singletary is going to be a very a super duper expensive back. I think he was fairly productive. I think he fits the Bills scheme well. I think they like running backs that fit that scheme. And I think, quite frankly, people are a little bit too quick to jump ship on Devin Singletary completely and ready to move to the James Cook era in Buffalo, which will be extremely underwhelming, if I might add. But with Devin Singletary, if he does go back to the Bills, I mean, you're talking about a guy that was flexible last year, and all of a sudden you're getting a flexible guy in what round? 14. Yeah, round 14. I mean... Yeah, I think I've seen him. He's go only lower. twenty-five. I think I've seen him go lower. And yeah, that's the thing. It's not like his second contract's going to be huge. Uh, he obviously has the pass catching ability. He's shown it with the Bills. I think there are landing spots that could be better for him than the Bills. Even, even Singletary he, to the Chiefs. Oh, what? Goodness sakes! Here we go with that again. But nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I mean with Singletary, uh, he's one of those guys that I don't really know why we're so against what why some people are so against the idea of Singletary going back to Buffalo because oh he's not that good so he's not going to get a second deal well they don't have to be four-year deals they can sign him to a two-year ten million dollar deal he's not worth much more than that and he'd probably take it to play for the Bills who are a, a contending team in the AFC every single season so I I see that definitely being a possibility yeah absolutely um, and, and again, at that price point, I mean, talk a little bit about his production this year, like what he did with Buffalo, and, and it really looks good on, on paper. And again, if he goes back and runs that back, I really yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, he had 1,100 yards this year, six total touchdowns, 38 receptions, 10.5 fantasy points per game. You know, if you're getting Flexible. on the 14th, 14th round, if if he does it again, which is which is a big if, because you know, if, a running yeah. back going to a new team on a second contract after being underwhelming it isn't always good, but... You know, who else are you getting in the 14th round? You're, you're 301. 
as as a rookie pick, maybe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going right around the 303, and who are you getting there? Roshan Johnson or Devin Singletary? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I could see. I could see you wanting to throw. It's yeah. that's kind of that's kind of like a. This is we're not talking startups here. I, I if if we're I'm in a startup, I'm taking the rookie. But if I'm a contender in an, in an established league, you might, sure, I, for sure, I'll take Devin Singletary. Definitely worth the risk yep. there. All right, moving on to Jacoby Myers, who has consistently been one of the most underrated assets in fantasy over the last couple of years, if you ask me. Jacoby Myers, only 26 years old. He's played four years in the league now, but the last two years in particular, in PPR leagues, he was the wide receiver 30. Uh, the year before this one, and this year he was the wide receiver 28. So he showed some consistency, but I mean, you got to understand that puts him in as a wide receiver three. And this is a guy really that until this year you saw sliding into the pretty late, I mean, into the teens round of, of startup drafts. And now I've started to see him jump up into um, ninth, tenth round. And I think it's because people are realizing obviously when you're looking at drafting fantasy wide receivers, the Patriots are not the best landing spot by any means. Uh, they're not going to be the most pass-heavy offense. They historically, I mean, since uh, since Brady, like, haven't really produced a ton of high-producing wide receivers. But now you look at Jacoby Myers, and potentially he could be looking to go somewhere else, and that would make him very valuable because he's proven that he can do it in an offense where wide receivers typically don't produce. What if he goes to an offense where wide receivers do produce? I mean, off the top of my head, off the top of your head, what are some example? I mean, what are some good landing spots for Jacoby Myers that, to you, would really make his production potentially about to go up a lot? The Chiefs. I think. I think. I think you could put anybody on the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, I I really think the Vikings are, are going to be looking for someone. Adam Thielen's awesome. getting older. Um, AJ Osborne's not. I think Jacoby Myers is KJ Osborne's fine for what he is. But I think Jacoby Myers is. I, I mean, I think Jacoby Myers has has some decent landing spots. Even the Colts. Myers is, um, Myers is not going to be super expensive. He's a very valuable asset, yep. and with a team that doesn't have a ton of cap space and they're already going to be drafting a wide receiver, but they're going to need more depth, is going to be the Giants. Yeah. The Giants would not be a bad landing spot either. That is actually... That's, that's a, a really very, good one. That's a very good landing spot. I mean, and think about what, what Christian Kirk did last year going, you know, that's a very recent example of a wide receiver that people just thought was okay going to a new team, a new yeah. scheme, yep. and being used correctly in it, you know. And right now, last the year... the same range of production, too, like, yeah. between the two. And Jacoby Myers, honestly, with what he's shown... He's good. As an NFL wide receiver, he could get a good contract, too, which would give him even more security of being a 26-year-old wide receiver. Yeah, he, he, he was he 19th in yards per route run last year um, nice. with 2.18 nice. yards uh, and 15th in fantasy points per route, Yon. Run, per route run so he's efficient with what he does he just needs someone who can feed him the ball uh 22 yeah. target share so i mean I, I really like a lot of what what we've seen with him you know this year was the first year he really produced with his touchdowns though over his first two seasons he had a grand total of zero touchdowns so i think um had he done more as a rookie in, in his second year he, he wouldn't be fantasy you know, dynasty wide receiver 60 range like he is now yeah you know? I, I think the rams second best wide receiver right now is I think Jacoby Myers would e- or actually well technically they thought it was going to be Allen Robinson but I think the Allen Robinson experiment has failed so I think that if they brought in Jacoby Myers if Matt Stafford stays healthy I mean you could be looking at a high productive second option in LA too there are a lot of I mean there are a lot of really attractive landing spots and you can get him pretty cheap he's a pretty good buy right now in Dynasty so target him before he goes to a new team because I bet once people realize what he's produced at and the potential he has on a new team that his value will go up quite a yeah, bit yeah so. just a quick one right there uh, before we move on, Paris Campbell, someone I'd look to do similar things, you know, finally getting that's healthy. A, that's a good point. He's going to be free agent yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he'll probably get a one-year prove-it deal somewhere uh, if, you know, if he moves. Yeah. Will but, he prove yeah. it or will he get injured? Because I was always scared of Paris I don't know. Campbell's Colts. We'll fan. see. 
Yeah, no, he, he doesn't really. He, he's not expensive, so why not go try try to get Paris Campbell? We'll so. see. What do you guys think about Mike Gesicki? Um, I think he's going to go up in value because he's not going to be on the Dolphins next season. Pretty bad spot for him. Being they with they tagged him. He went down in value. Um, he was absolutely a hold when the Dolphins tagged him, and right now is the reason for why you held him after he got tagged because he is going to go to a team that probably does can't afford to pay a lot for an elite tight end, but they could use a solid tight end like Gusecki. So uh, there are – what is oh, – I'm trying to think of some teams that have, like, a, elite-level QBs. And it, it, like, Gusecki would be an Chargers. upgrade. Yes, the Chargers. That, that's uh, – is Everett – was he just on a one-year deal? Uh, I don't know. I think one, he was. The Chargers would be a fine landing spot. I don't know how long Hurst is going to be in, oh, yeah. in Cincinnati, but yeah. – I mean, any contending team there that just needs a, a cheaper option that is going to be better than what they have right now, like Iseki is going to be that guy. I yeah. mean, the Absolutely. Cowboys are, are likely losing Dalton they, Schultz. Yeah, Gusecki would be great there. Schultz uh, is probably more expensive him. than Gusecki. You're yeah. right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Schultz can actually, actually block. Uh, yeah. And that's that's what I was going to say. Gusecki has shown like extreme ability in the receiving game last year. So 2021, he had 111 targets uh, and over 1,000 air yards. So 1,010 air yards, uh, 780 receiving yards to go along with that. So in a tight end premium league, you know, you want 111 targets, 73 receptions right there. You're getting extra points for every single one of those receptions. And we've seen his ability. Uh, He's cheap now. He's going in like the 14th round. Yeah, pick yeah. him up. I think it's a good one. And then building off of that, a guy we just mentioned as our last free agent to target in Dynasty, and that's going to be Dalton Schultz. So Dalton Schultz obviously had a real connection with Dak. There was a lot to be said about his production while he was in Dallas. Uh, if he goes back to Dallas, I think, and he gets a contract, I think you're going to see his value in Dynasty go way, way up. You've seen him slide recently in startups to the ninth and 10th round in tight end premium leagues even, and if he does get paid and he's tied to Dak, two that have proven that they have really good chemistry, I think his value is going to go up sixth, seventh round, and he's going to be a tight end that you're looking to keep on your dynasty team and start every week. He's been fairly consistent. Um, I know you're a big Dalton Shirts fan, so tell me a little bit about why you like him, especially at this value. Yeah, um, I mean, not to brag too much, but I was way in on Dalton Schultz way before he was cool, like, Three years ago, and um, I it, it was always because it was always because of the situation in Dallas. So obviously, will he take a hit if he goes elsewhere this off season? Yes, and I'll still be buying him Maybe. at that point because he's a good receiver. Like he 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 really is. He is a good tight end. Like Simon said, he can block, and he he'll be a good asset for where, wherever he ends up ends up going. Um, that being said, I'm definitely more excited if he stays. In Dallas, because currently outside of CeeDee Lamb, there's not really any target dominator in that offense aside from Schultz. So Schultz really being the second receiving threat there in Dallas, I think is saying a lot. And I don't think that opportunity is going to go down regardless of what the Cowboys do in the draft this season. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think also with Dalton Schultz, although that we although we'd rather him go back to Dallas, I mean, if he landed in L.A., we'd be fine with that. Be fine. I mean, that would be huge. I think honestly, I think L.A. might be an upgrade. I think Justin Herbert and him would have that level chemistry to where he'd be producing at a very high level. Yeah. Same, uh, same deal. I, I think kind of to go in tandem with Dalton Schultz, though, is, you know, a similar situation to in 2020 with Jarwin, the guy before Schultz, yep. um, when, you know, people had no idea who Schultz really was until that first Monday night game against the Bucks. I still remember it now. He was on the waivers. I got him in the waivers in a few leagues. 
Um, and Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot pick both of them up. There's yep. a, there's a good chance yep. one or both of them are on the waivers in your smart. leagues, depending how, on how deep they are Extremely smart. or, um, you know, get them as a throw in for another trade, especially Jake Ferguson. You know, he flashed last year a few times. <laughs> well, both, good. both of them did even um, Hendershot. Like. Yeah. Yep. And, and they both have a chance to be that next Dalton Schultz who, who's going to be utilized just because lack of depth and, and could turn in, you know, pick both of them up. Yeah. You don't know which one it's going to be. And Peyton Hendershot's a Hoosier, so I mean, that's a that's an added bonus. <clears throat> yeah, whatever, pretty boy. All right. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up. Those are six guys we think you should target. Let us know in the comments if we miss anybody that you think that we should be targeting uh, in Dynasty the Free Agents, and let us know why you agree or disagree with us uh, in the comments. These are, again, it's kind of an underwhelming free agent class, and I think a lot of these restricted free agents are going to end up coming back to their team anyway, so... Kind of hard to pick some guys out, but let us know what you think in the comments. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We've got all kinds of new Dynasty content coming out every single week. And make sure you go check out our Discord, which is access through our locals. That's where we have all of our rankings, ADP data, trade advice, live streams, etc. So make sure you check that out as well. As always, we really appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.